This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode 74, Double Goblins. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. That's bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Strap in, folks. This is going to be fun. Never. Coming to you from a half-empty bottle of white wine. I found a nice little trifecta last night in uh, Hardcore that I hope makes me loaded. Frasia. Oh, wait, wait a minute, what happened? Like, you lose five seconds of your life, you wake up. It gives you 38.2 yummies per second, with 13 to 38 yummies and 150 nom nom noms per second. Shattered Soulstone. Coming to you from the dark recesses of the proverbial Dawn Forge pouch. This is episode, what, 74? Of the Shattered Soulstone. Are we at 74? I believe we are. Holy cow. Sorry to interrupt. (laughs) That's a good thing. See, I told you I would kind of throw something in there right away on us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is your Diablo community podcast. It is Thursday, January 22nd, and I am your host, no, not Nevik. This is Brazier again. And I'm joined by my one party member for through the evening, Jen. Jen, how you doing? I'm okay. Not great. I'm okay. Um, my allergies are horrendous. As I was telling you in great length before the show, I'll summarize. Um, we've had our hot water heater die about 12 days ago. Oh. And so we've had no hot water for about 12 days. And we've been going through we've we got assistance in order to get a new hot water heater in so we had uh guys come in to take care of that and in addition because i'm in california because we call qualify for different things they came in and did some weather stripping on the doors and like put some more energy efficient lights in and things like that so i had construction people in and out all day long with the doors open to you know let in all the pollen and all that stuff and i stupidly did not take any extra allergy medication so i'm suffering today but i have hot water now so i'm okay exactly oh i'm so sorry <laughs> it's okay it's over wow. it's over it's everything's all better now i'm just sick from allergies but no big deal huh. how are you doing i'm doing great uh, i do have hot water which is really nice in the cold northeast <laughs> you really need it there yeah here we could we could get by it was just annoying but where you're at that's a necessity <laughs> oh yeah especially with two boys in the house that uh mm-hmm. yeah they need yeah. to take showers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, especially their ages. It's like, okay, you're not three anymore, you know? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You're not that cute little baby that, you know, lift the little baby powder and you're the wife. Right, and yeah, little no, babies. These are, these are nope. growing boys. So it's kind of yeah. like, yeah, go. Exactly. <laughs> <Get clean. laughs> um, but no, everything's been going pretty well. Um, just, you know, as always, crazy and busy with work, getting ready to do some more traveling. I head to Chicago in a couple of weeks that'll be kind of um, nice hopefully. i mean the weather won't be great but chicago's nice no you know and then after that i go right to orlando for a week and a half so. oh so you're going to sort of continue to freeze and then get to warm up and thought exactly <laughs> that'll be good i know i'm looking forward to it <laughs> yeah that'd be really good 
Exactly. So hopefully, which is probably what's going to happen, is season two is going to begin the week I'm in Chicago, and it'll be like three weeks before I actually get a chance to sit down and play season two. Oh, it might. You know, they were saying the earliest is going to be February 3rd that the season would uh, end. Mm -hmm. So we don't know exactly when it's going to start. So... No, they're talking about a couple of weeks in between a season, so... If that happens, then that might be it. Might be just perfect. I get back from Florida and it starts up for me. And then you'd have you know, time to play and get in there, exactly. And do all the good stuff. Yeah. Right. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's I'm, kinda, looking, it I'm looking as, forward to season two as well, but I'm not quite done with season one yet. <laughs> I'm with you. Have you hit 100 yet? I did. I oh. hit. I hit Paragon 100 last night, like pretty late. <laughs> Because I just, I really wanted to get there. And I think I'm at Paragon 101 now because I finished out like the bounties I was doing and ended up on 101. But that's the highest Paragon level I've ever achieved. And it's absolutely the highest Paragon level I've gotten on one character because it's a seasonal character. You know, so you start from one, you go to 70, and then however you go with Paragon. I never managed to get a Paragon 100 character, you know way back in the day before Sharagon, so um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited, and especially since my Sharagon's at, like, 35 or something, it's just... I don't know, man. I've been playing this that's, character a lot. That's gonna be a big boost for you, coming back to the, uh, the regular character, non-seasonal. Yeah, it sure is. And I think it'll Congratulations. make... Um, thank you! <laughs> I'm pretty happy about it. I know, like, everybody else is like, yeah, we're at, like, 3,000 or whatever, but, you know... <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's a big deal, and I, I think you're right. I think it's going to make a huge difference with my non-seasonal characters when I come back. So I want to finish leveling a wizard, and he's at 60, and I think all these Paragon points are going to make that really fun. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. I was kind of rooting for you. I was like, go, go, go. And just because of what you were talking about, trying to get there, I said, you know what? I was at last show around Paragon 75. I could hit 100. I know I could hit 100 before it drops. Right, right. And so I actually I hit 90 today. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm getting there. Um, and I found actually a couple of neat new items um, along the way. So, you know, it kind of it makes me feel good because my I was kind of experimenting because I don't have the same equipment that I have with my non-seasonal character. Mm-hmm. My non-seasonal character really just revolves around the fetishes and using Carnival and having, like, not to take a spell slot for my zombie dog because I actually have a ring that automatically summons a zombie dog every few seconds and then I also have the other one the tall man's finger which basically combines all zombie dogs into one so it's like one big you know super zombie dog right it sounds like you don't need that spell slot to be zombie dogs then from that yeah so I've been able to kind of use that as like more another crowd control button to kind of either the Piranado or um, sometimes I'll swap out for Grasp of Hand um, or Grasp of the Dead, I'm sorry. Well, they are hands, so, though. So Yeah, they are hands. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, pretty much the same thing. Just hands coming out of the ground instead of real hands, you know, like right. oh, body. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so I was just kind of like, uh, I was kind of missing that. And then this last weekend, just kind of grinding up, still trying to do a bunch of what would you call it? Act one bounties, even if they're not the extra bonus one, mm-hmm. because I'm still trying to get my first. Um, oh, what's that ring? Ring of Royal, Royal Grandeur. Grandeur. I, I've <laughs> never it. gotten one. I, I still do not have one. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna keep trying to try it out and then jump into some greater rifts. 
and something about the patch um you know i don't can't put my specifics on and i think it might have been partly the luck that i had with those drops running those because i went into my greater rift and before the patch drop my greatest you know or my best greater rift was like greater rift 13 Mm -hmm. and um, just like about 15 minutes or something like that. Just like, just barely getting over. And then I was able to pick up a few items, including I got another current evil for my seasonal character, Summer. And I also got the um, tall, no, it's not long man, it's tall man's finger. I, I'm not like able to get the, the right roll off the enchantress so that I can get a, a, a slot, yeah, a socket so I can put in one of those legendary gems. Oh, the mystic, so, um, right? Yeah. Okay. So I haven't I haven't used it yet, but I did get the uh, boon of hoarding. Oh, fun! Oh, it is hilariously fun because I was able to actually get the socket correct for the neck piece that I'm wearing. Mm -hmm. So I have it in there, and then I have another um, legendary gem in one of the rings that it basically it boosts my primary weapon damage. I think I have all of these at rank eight or eight right now, and then the other one. Um, increase my pet damage so it's kind of like uh, I'm basically almost back to what I was in my non-seasonal character but with these legendary items and legendary gems and so now the character is even more powerful which is kind of cool because I went from doing the greater rift 13 to greater rift 16 like as soon as I put this new equipment up together on there and then changed my build a little bit Okay, so those worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah they, they definitely do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of funny because I was listening to like the Westmark wor workshop, mm -hmm. and like Nineball was saying, you know, you'd get a couple of items, and that would really change um, you, the way that you play. You know, he's talking a lot more about the ancient items. Mm -hmm. um, I found one ancient item, but it was terrible. <laughs> it's a bad was roll. It? Oh, yeah. what kind of what kind of item was it? It, it was a ring, but okay. both the rings that I had were better than that. Oh, wow, that's disappointing, your first one, and it's not as good, you know? Yeah, and I think part of it was those items, those rings that I have, I got when I was going through, like, t uh, Torment 6. Okay. No, not Torment 6, Torment 3. Mm -hmm. And then I found this ancient item in Torment 1. And, um, I just oh, think, so it scales. Yeah, and I'm not sure if that's the, the biggest thing. I think it might be just the fact that it wasn't very good rolls. Like, I looked at the, I did the shift to see what the, the um, weight rangers were, mm -hmm. and they were all very low. And I'm like, oh, oh <laughs> well, okay, there we go. I'm gonna, sh I'm gonna disenchant that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Salvage. Goodbye. Salvage. <laughs> Found some junk. Ah. Oh well. Maybe the next yeah. one'll be better. You know. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. So now, so now I'm back to um, going. My primary is my. I still have like a lot of extra uh, plus fire damage percentage on my item. So okay. I'm trying to keep a fiery build with just about everything. My poison dart is actually the um, fire dart instead. So it does like an extra 565% damage over four seconds, which is pretty cool. And then I have on my right click for my secondary is the piranado. So I can kind of dip them all up. And then, you know, one of my passives is to every time I kill something within, and I don't know, it was just me. I didn't realize this. I thought it like allowed you to lose like a second every single time a creature was killed anywhere on the map. I didn't read the tooltip obviously well enough to realize it only happens if I'm within 20 yards of the monster that dies. Oh, okay. 
So now the good thing is, because I have the zombie dogs out, I have like five of them along with the gargantuan. And then now I switched out, like instead of doing haunt, I now have the fetish army on cooldown. So I can just kind of bring that up every, I was doing the one, the legion of daggers, which gave you an extra three of them, but it still took like two minutes or more to get my fetishes to come back out. So instead of that, I reduced it back down to getting the 90 second one. So now every 90 seconds, if I don't get any procs, I can actually continue to fight with those. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I mean, at least they, they come out sooner so that you, almost like as soon as I walk in, like I log in the game, I go in, at first you know, set of mobs that I find, I hit that right away because with that, I'm also getting my fetish, fetish sycophants. So then, you know, and you only spawn nodes every time you're, you're hitting something with damage. So now I'm, I'm basically using my fetish army to set up my fetish sycophants. And then every, from there on out, like every 90 seconds or every time I, uh, like I'm killing monsters, I, I basically try to group them all up, hit them with Piranado, stand right next to everything while all my, my minions are just killing things. And what's really cool is like the, now that I have the Carnival again, Mm-hmm. And I have once I have, I usually have somewhere like around ten to twelve sycophants out. Then if I hit my um, fetish army, I'll have another five plus my dogs and everything else. Um, I could really just like an individual um, creature. Like for example, I just before we came came on, I was in torment one, just kind of screwing around and um, doing the first set of the uh, first act bounties, and I went after the butcher. And all of a sudden, it's like, I said, okay, I'm going to start, hit it, I'm running. Five seconds later, the, the butcher is already under half health. Wow. And I, I was like, wait a minute here. <laughs> like two days ago, it was taking me like some time because I had to have a ramp up with like the with spirit and I just didn't have the number of fetishes out, but like individual damage wise, they just ripping through mobs right now. That's awesome. That sounds like a yeah. whole lot of fun. Oh, it, it is. It is. I'm just... I think I need to do a little more research and maybe talk, you know, get more back into the witch doctor community a little bit more to kind of find out what's going on. Because I'm wondering, it feels like almost most really good, strong, viable builds are all surrounding the, the pets in one way or another. Oh, okay. All and right. I'm just kind of curious if there are other builds out there, at least with the equipment I have, it doesn't really kind of lend itself to saying, okay, go and use something else. I mean, I know there's a Jade Harvester set, but I'm not sure if um, people are using that in conjunction a lot with the pets, or are they just kind of using that along with some of the other spells, like, you know, Haunt or something of that sort. Yeah, that I couldn't tell you. I haven't played a Witch Doctor in a really long time, so I'm really not sure, but maybe somebody listening has the answer for you and can, like, uh, send us a tweet or an email about that. Yeah, definitely. That'd be great. We still have our contest going on, don't we? We do. Uh, we do have a contest. I want to get into what I've been doing in game, and then we'll get into the contest oh. so it flows a little better. Otherwise, I think I'm going <laughs> to like we'll, we'll be doing the contest and then talking about it again. And you know, we we're trying to stay on the rails this time. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Something I'm new. You know. And I am doing my best to throw us off the rails. So. Yeah. Well, hey, it wouldn't be one of our shows without somebody trying to do that, right? All right. So um, what I've been doing is I took your advice. You were telling me how last time I didn't know you could actually pick what active bounties you wanted to do. 
and you told me, oh, look at the map and shift the map, and then you can pick which, you know, act you want. And so I've been doing that. That works. Um, <laughs> and I wish I knew about that earlier, man, but, you know, it's working. <laughs> and I've been picking act one only because there's an achievement. There's a seasonal achievement for getting like 100 act one bounties, and then there's more for each act. So I figured I'll just start with one and, you know, go from there. So I've been playing that. And I was on Torment 2. And I, I remember last show, I was like, oh, it takes forever to kill something. I don't want to go to Torment 3. It's going to take even longer. This is just taking too long, you know. Well, I started to get used to how long it takes to kill stuff in Torment 2. And I figured, all right, that's the sign I need to move into 3. So that's what I did. And mm -hmm. it's working pretty well. And it started working even better than expected because of a combination of gear that I have that just so happened to work out, right? Okay, so first of all, I'm using the Spalders of Zakura on my Barbarian, and that means your items are indestructible, so you have no repair costs. Okay. Oh, and it I got it a while back, so it's not it's not got like the highest stats on it, you know? And I think I mm -hmm. used the uh, Mystic to fix something on it or whatever, but um, it's not got the greatest you know, stat number or overall number, but it makes things indestructible, so it's worth it for that. And then I think last show I said I finally did find my first Ring of Royal Grandeur. And uh, right, that yeah. one, yeah. And I've actually found a, they gave me a second one, like last night, that wasn't as good as the first one. I'm like, oh, okay. And I tried to equip them both and learned you can't. You can only use one. <laughs> I had no idea. So I have, you know, another one for maybe one of my other characters or something. Because um, it's not as good as the first one. But I noticed with the Ring of Royal Grandeur on both of them, and I don't know if this is like standard with the Ring of Royal Grandeur or if I got lucky, but the thing on it said it reduces the number of items needed for set bonuses by one to a minimum mm -hmm. of two. Okay, so maybe, I don't know if that's standard, but it was kind of cool. Actually, yeah, that is standard, which is why kind of like everybody wants that oh. to go with their, their set pieces. And it all makes sense now. Okay, so I have that on my Barbarian. And I found a legendary Templar relic, because I use the Templar a lot. Um, cool. when I'm, for some reason, it just works better for me, with the Barbarian especially, you know? Just plow through things, you know, works out. Um, so I've been using the Templar a lot, and he just kept dying. You know, I got too far to, through, I guess, Torment 2, and he would die and have to wait for him to come back. And, and I'm not getting hit. I'm, like, taking almost no damage in Torment 2. And so it was kind of annoying that he kept dying. Well, this this Templar relic, a legendary Templar relic, it's called Enchanting Favor, and the thing on it is your follower cannot die. <laughs> so that was perfect. So I gave him that one right away. And so now he can't die. So I'm running around with, you know a Templar that's never going to die on me. That's going to be there the whole time. Like, this is fabulous, you know? <laughs> I was really excited. Um, now, I've been trying to collect the Immortal Kings set because I yep. like that one for the Barbarian. I don't know if it's supposed to be for the Barbarian, but I like it for the Barbarian. And uh, I had the uh, the Immortal King's Stride, which is the boots, and I had the Immortal King's Helm, or the Immortal King's Triumph, which is the helm. So that's two pieces, right? And yep. while I was playing... I found the chess piece, the Immortal King's Eternal Reign. So I have three pieces of the Immortal Kings now, right? So the Ring of Royal Grandeur reduces the number of items you need for set bonuses. So instead of what I'd be getting for the, having three pieces, I get the one for having four pieces. And that one is the uh, Call of the Ancient spell, um, which I don't know how long it's been since you've played a Barbarian, but that's when you hit mm -hmm. the button and three guys appear and start fighting for you for a limited amount of time. Oh, okay. I love that. So this fourth set piece of uh, bonus is that the Call of the Ancient... Agents. The Call of the Agents, yes. I'm a writer. The Call, call of the, the Ancients. I know. There you go. I like that better. <laughs> All right. Um, the Call of the Ancients last until they die. 
Okay. Oh, wow. So they last a really long time. And what happens is you can run over, even if you're, like, even if my barbarian was at, like, full health, I can run over the health pots and it'll heal them. Oh. Like it would normally, it would heal the um, your follower, right? But my follower now cannot die, so doesn't need them. So it was it was healing them, you know. And they last a really long time. And I didn't realize that this was the set bonus. I didn't really think about it. I was trying to get to Paragon 100, and that was my focus. And I went in to, um, I think I went in to kill the butcher, and my I know was it the skeleton king? It was the skeleton king. I got confused because I've been killing both of those a lot. And it, so I went in to uh, kill the Skeleton King for yet another time to do the bounty. And I had my, you know, Undying Templar and, uh, you know, called up the uh, the three ancients that you get. And they just stayed around, like, the whole time. I'm like, something's wrong. <laughs> you know, I'm like, did I hit a glitch? Is this, like, a, is this a bug? <laughs> you know, what is this? And that's when I went looking through my loot to figure out that that's what it is. So, um, and if they do die, like, they don't all die at once. You get, like, one will die and two are still there or whatever. Kind of like the mm -hmm. zombie dogs, I would think. Um, oh, yeah. Kind of functions like that. So what happens is, um, you know, you, you you call up the call of the ancients, and they'll lead you towards monsters. You know, they'll go rushing out to them, and uh, you'd go in and kind of pay attention. You know, kill stuff and pay attention to their health, and then grab the health pots when they're low, and they'll last like a really, really, really long time. And so if they do die, you can call them back. It's like the it's on a cooldown. So since you haven't hit that button in a really long time the cooldown's ready for you to do it again so wow, now I have that is awesome. yeah so now I have an army <laughs> my barbarian has an army to take with him and that's <laughs> what's making um, torment uh, 3 a bit easier than maybe I'd anticipated and I might try torment 4 next time oh good for you yeah this is the Look most fun I've had the entire season <laughs> so um, yeah and it's just because of how the loot fit together you yep. know just worked out that way, and uh, I'm pretty happy about it. So I still want to get more of the uh, set pieces for Immortal Kings. I think they changed the look of the helmet, though, since um, pre-season, I guess. Oh. Because my regular barbarian, she had one, and the helm used to have, like, it was sort of like a uh, sort of like a metal face on the front, and had, like, a little metal beard and a little metal mustache. Like, oh, here's yep. the Immortal King, you know? And this new one doesn't have that. It's, like, toned down a lot. It doesn't have, like, a, a gender to it, you know? Um, and I, I don't know why they did that. I didn't think it was that strange to have my female barbarian using, you know, the Immortal King's helmet that looked like, you know, the Immortal King, you know? <laughs> okay. Exactly. Um, but they changed it. So I'm going to have to see if the one that I have that's old is, like, what it looks like now when I go back mm -hmm. out of season, so it'll be interesting. But I'm still looking for the rest of that set, and we'll just see how it goes. But this was the most fun that I've ever had, and I, like, after I realized that my, uh, I knew my Templar wasn't dying, because I, I read the, the little text on that and figured out, okay, that's, that's why he's not dying anymore, but I couldn't figure out why the Ancients weren't. And, um, yep. so now I know. <laughs> and... <laughs> I'm pretty impressed with the way all of this got together. And it took, like, most of the season. Like, I had the, um... I just got the Ring of Royal Grandeur. I had the Spalders of Sakara shoulders, um, for a while now. You know, I had a couple of the set pieces for a little while. I just got the other one, and and, uh, you know, like you said that you were listening to West March Workshop talking about how this can kind of, like, the gear can kind of change your game, you know? Yep. Sure did. 
Yeah, especially with a combination like that. I mean, that's just that's a fun gameplay. Yeah, and like I would not have had the ability to go. I want to get all of these pieces for this purpose. It just came together that way. You know, I don't mm-hmm. I don't really do a lot of research on what gear is best for this or that, and I just kind of pick what's fun, and that's usually what I do. So I didn't really think about it, and I knew I wanted um, set of the Immortal Kings because my other barbarian had parts of it, and it was fun. So I was working on those. Um, but I would never have expected all of this, and, and and I didn't, and I was quite surprised when the ancients weren't dying. But um, you know, it's just it's kind of weird how it all got together. Like I don't think I could have started season one with the knowledge I have now about those pieces and said I will get those pieces and make that set. You know, because there's no way to know what you'll end up with. Exactly, and then you kind of set yourself up for you know disappointment when you don't find those pieces. Right, and then you start you know not appreciating the pieces you do have that might be fun in a different way. Exactly. And I don't know, I think this is kind of one of the design goals that they had talked about a long time ago when they were trying to do Loof 2.0 was mm-hmm. to give you those options to change your gameplay. And that's exciting because, I mean, I remember it was like we've been talking about this before even Reaper of Souls dropped out. Mm-hmm. And um, you were just seeming more like, okay, you know what, I, I'm here. I'm just kind of playing along, being real casual, I don't really care. And now you've like, you've jumped up just so much just with the season play. I think it's because of the season play that did it. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't intentional, that's for sure, but there was something about starting the new season. You know, I decided ahead of time, okay, I'm going to try season one because I've never done season. No one else had either, you know. Um, And a lot of what I find fun in video games is, oh, here's something new. How does that work? You know, go try it out. And so I was going to try it out, but I had like I started playing from the get-go a lot more, like a lot more hours and more frequently in terms of, um, you know, I wasn't playing every day, but mm-hmm. I was playing almost every day. And I did this at the beginning of the season. I just plowed a bunch of hours right into it, thinking this thing's going to end soon and I want to at least get somewhere and I know I'm pretty slow as far as progress goes, typically. Mm-hmm. Um, because I will go and uncover every little piece of the map and, you know, <laughs> do all that stuff. You know, haul all the loot back and come back and do more. You know, I, I do that. And I was intentionally going through the story mode, which is not as fast as the adventure mode, because I wanted to see, you know, what would be new and just, you know, all those other things. But I put a ton of hours into it. A ton of hours. Beyond any anything that I've done before since this you know, since this game started. I mean, I think maybe since the original beta. I played a lot of the original beta once I got in. But I, I burned out. I actually burned out with how many hours I was playing it and kind of, like, stepped back for a while, took a break with D3 and, you know, played mm-hmm. other stuff for a bit. And... I think somehow the amount of hours or maybe how smooth seasons are going or maybe just the way the loot's dropping, something about this season, it's changed the way I play. Like, I used to, like you said, just kind of go in and play for a while and see where I get, and oh, that was cool, you know? And I was having a good time. But now the season has made me more focused on goals. Like, I want to get to Paragon 100. Okay, that's my goal. You know, or I want to I want to get this character to 70 as fast as I'm able. Okay, that's that goal. You know, and, and then I was yep. doing a lot of achievements, which I'm still working on. And I think that's um, forcing me to do a little bit more critical thinking as a player than before. You know, because if you want to hunt down a certain achievement, you got to go, okay, where can I get that from? How do I get there? You know, it's a mm-hmm. lot different than, oh, I think I'm going to run a bounty wherever Tyrael sends me. That's cool, you know? Yeah, no, that's that's exciting and it's awesome because I'm kind of a more of a goal-oriented type person anyways. So if I don't have a reason to log into the game, I generally don't. 
so I mean I definitely appreciate your point of view on on that and I'm glad to see kind of like your evolution of how you play Diablo 3 it's really changed a lot because um, yeah, I was curious I'm glad you mentioned that because I know that you said you were feeling like you, know, you put a ton of hours in the beginning and you were feeling burnt out mm-hmm. and you don't quite feel that way it doesn't sound like you feel that way no, well, I, I took a break on it, you know, mm-hmm. and um, I think I played some Hearthstone, and I, I might have played some WoW um, a little bit, and I'm terrible with, with World of Warcraft. I go in there and have no idea what I'm doing. I'm like, do 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 you know, <laughs> off uh. somewhere. I'm terrible about that. Um, I've barely started planning goals with that, and uh, yeah, I, I just kind of float around in there, so I don't know what it is about D3 that's making me like, okay, I'm going to go in, I'm going to do this specific thing, I want to get this achievement, or I'm hoping to find this piece of gear, or you know, that kind of thing, and I don't know, I mean I've noticed that that it's changed like how I played, I didn't know if anyone else would notice, you know, because <laughs> I don't think mm-hmm. it's, it's not like I've gone from like super casual to like top of the leaderboard or something you know, I mean, it wasn't like that dramatic <laughs> but it's definitely changed. I definitely think a lot more about, okay, what do I want to accomplish when I play? And how am I going to accomplish it? And what gear is going to help? And I didn't think that way before. No, that's exciting. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe, I don't know, do you already have, well, you know, we could always talk about when we talk about a question for the next show anyway. Right. But I'm just wondering if you had some ideas about um, what you're planning on for next season already. I do, and I'll I'll share those in a bit. But I, right. I have thought about it, and I do have um, somewhat of a plan as to what I want to, how I want to go through season two. So we'll get to that awesome. in a bit. Yeah. So this is usually where we put in the audible ad, right? Yeah, it usually is. But I think okay. we also have the uh, the contest we did. The contest. Talk about. Yeah, I'm getting ahead <laughs> of myself. <laughs> okay. So we have a contest, and we've mentioned this before. Um, I think just when we actually did the contest, we mentioned it on episode 72, so not that long ago. So uh, the contest, for those of you who don't remember or have possibly missed it, involves singing a Diabloed Up parody Christmas song written by Lantonio, and it's pretty good. So we've got the show notes. It's kind of to the tune of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer because he wrote it during Christmas, so it all makes sense. But it's very Diablo, and the entire set of lyrics can be found on our uh, episode 72. So you can go over there, and I'll, I'll link to it in, in the, uh, the new show notes. So you can find it that way. How you do this contest is, first, you record yourself uh, singing this Diabloed Up parody of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and you don't need to do any music. Um, just do it a cappella. Just sing. Okay? So that that's what you do. And then you, know, you obviously have to record it or we'll never be able to hear you. So you have to send your recording to us, uh, show at shatteredsoulstone.com, which is the same place you would send any other email you'd like to send to us. And uh, let us know if you would like us to play it in an upcoming episode or if you would prefer to keep that off the air. And that's fine, you know, either way. Um, and at some point, uh, we will pick a winner out of these and whoever that winner may be is going to win a prize of a $20 battle net or $20 in battle net you know that you can use mm-hmm. however however you want to through battle net um, now you have to do this before the end of January so if you uh, your last day to enter this is January 31st of 2015 if you enter after that you are too late uh, we have one entry right now, so it's still open. It could still be anybody's game. Um, so if you're into it and you don't mind, you know, doing a little um, sort of 
Diablo Christmas karaoke for us, then you might be the winner of $20 in Battle.net. So get on that. Um, and as, as I said, you don't have to add sounds, effects. You don't have to add, like, background music. Just sing. Just sing like you would be singing a Christmas carol like a kid would, you know, that kind of thing. And we'll see how it goes. And yeah, and the one entry everything. we have... Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. The one entry you have is pretty good, so you guys... Um... Get a little bit of workout cut out for you. It is. It's fun. pretty good. It's a pretty good uh, entry, but it's not. Um, I don't want to say that and have everyone go. Oh well, if that one's pretty good. Oh I'm no no no! I, I'm not know? saying. No, it, <laughs> it is. It is pretty good. So you know, there there's definitely ability for it to be a contest. You know. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There's still a lot of room for uh, for anybody out there to join in on this contest. It's a lot of fun. Come on, admit it. You like singing about Diablo and Christmas songs. Right, and you already know the tune because it's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Everybody knows that one, so yeah, pretty, pretty simple. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll just so see what on. we get, and we'll uh, we'll bring that up again probably on a uh, gosh. By the time we do the next show, the contest will be over, so we might have a winner by then. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so now's the Audible ad. <laughs> I think. Yeah. All right, <laughs> so um, Audible is still the sponsor of Shattered Soulstone, and we're happy to have them. You can get a free trial over there at Audible if you go to bit.ly slash sspbook. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash sspbook. And that will give you one credit, which you can use on any of their 150,000 titles. They got a whole bunch of stuff over there um, to check out. There's one Diablo book. There are some World of Warcraft books if you're into that. And there's a whole bunch of just every other genre you could possibly imagine. It's pretty much in there somewhere. So you can use your one credit on whatever you like during your free trial. And uh, so you get, you know, you get a free book. You get a free audiobook. And then if you'd like to continue your membership, uh, and well, I guess actually start a membership, they have a couple of membership plans. Um, different prices and, and different amounts of uh, credits that you get within a certain span of time. So you can kind of pick and choose what you like. Members get uh, access to special sales and discounts and freebies that nobody else gets because they're not a member. And members get a free digital version of either the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal. And they also have a great listen guarantee. So if you used your credit on a book and you just really didn't like the book, you can turn it back into Audible within a year of purchase and they'll give you back your credit. They'll take the book you don't like, no questions asked, and you can just use it on another one. So you can take a chance. And if it doesn't work out, the book isn't what you thought it was, or you're just not into it for some reason, you have nothing to lose. It's a really good way of doing things. So that's over at Audible, and you can get started with your free trial at bit.ly slash sspbook. That's uh, B-I-T dot L-Y slash sspbook. Coming up, uh, we have what tweeters now? Tweeters. We do. Do we yeah. have? Tweet? We have lots of tweeters. You guys did really good this time. Oh yeah! Just Very in the last impressive. two weeks, you guys realized. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, they're back. The show's back. Let's start talking to them more. Yeah, so, and we uh, love it. Yeah. We love it. We love it. We love it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and it goes all over the place. You tweet, so let's enjoy this one. Uh, I'm gonna start with the first set. First one from Nevik James. Hey, there he is. There he is. He, uh, he is planning on coming back for um, a show to kind of talk about the stuff he's been doing in the game recently. Forgot to mention at the top of the show, basically he and Lantonio have um, some other commitment currently this week, so they won't be joining us this week. But they They'll will be back. be back as soon as possible. Yes. So. So uh, first, Nevik says, So, during my hiatus from hosting at Shattered Stone, the show suddenly introduces a little dash of heroically random show. 
And so, by this, I, I'm guessing he means we start talking about other video games as well. Is that correct? I, I think so. I think it is uh, the fact that he and um, Dune used to kind of, like, their show, Heroically Random, just had topics were all over the place. And uh, sometimes... And that's kind of what we've been kind of introducing in the show here and there. So it's been fun. <laughs> it just kind of fell in there somehow. It wasn't like... It wasn't like we were waiting, you know, or something. It's like, as soon as he goes on hiatus, we're going to do this. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it just kind of happened. Right. I mean, it's kind of like what, you know, the show took a break for a little while. We got our minds refreshed, just like you right. did, and came back to the game and came back to doing the podcast. And we're like, oh, hey, let's do this, too. So yeah. it's been fun. Next uh, set of e tweets is from Kagurai. So at Kagurai the Blue said at Shatterstone at the Brazier at Nevik James and at Queen of Haiku, uh, where did the community go? It seems to be down. I don't know if some people knew or did not know uh, when Patch 2.12 dropped. It seems that there were some issues with the community and uh, the clans, how they weren't appearing and uh, information which is kind of completely gone. Like the community itself just didn't appear. Like in the chat or uh, yeah, it was like it, or at all. It, at all it was like it was gone okay yeah i hadn't i did not notice things popping up in the chat and i thought i must have missed it you know it didn't occur to me that it was a problem yeah but they they did fix it um pretty quickly so going on off of that uh nevik said hey um at kagurai yeah there seems to be some issues with 2.1.2 and then kagurai replies i blame witch doctors Oh, oh, come no. On, guys. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> of course, Nevik James built in on that, saying, as you should. That sounds like Nevik, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Kagurai replies to that, I say we have a ritual sacrifice of witch doctors to rectify this. Need all of them. Oh, no. Oh, Kagurai, you are like, oh, my God, man. I'm starting to feel like... Uh, I don't belong to feel in the unloved, world. maybe? <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling so unloved. Aww. 2015, the year of unlove. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, of course, Kagari was having a little bit of fun and said, we should add any of Lantonio's necromancers for good measure. Oh, great. Yeah. So two classes he doesn't like or would like to blame it on. <laughs> And then, of course, I came into this conversation, like, probably almost a day later and said, wait, what? Is this some kind of a monk-wizard conspiracy? <laughs> it was kind of going that way, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, that's what it is. The monks and wizards took down the community so that they could sacrifice the witch doctors to get the community to work again. There you go. There you go. Yeah. All part of a clever, <laughs> devious plan, I'm sure. Of course. All orchestrated by Nevik James. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nevik... Um, on another conversation, says, also unsure if the Shadowstone Stone clan and community are still borked. Torak, <laughs> in 1714, of course, replies to Nevik, I do all my borking in private, sir, unless you're paying well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that's wow. my man, Torak. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. And then we have another uh, set of conversations from Edgar. So Edgar said at the Westmark Workshop at Shattered Stone and at KSB Podcast, anyone know if the Matt's uh, Goblin drops Forgotten Souls? It'll be useless if he only drops Veils, etc. Well, Nevik replied, 
uh, pretty sure he only dropped yellow, blue, white crafting material. Westmark Workshop says, I can con only confirm the few that I saw dropped zero forgotten souls, which is the legendary version of the mat materials. It would be nice if it drew dropped a couple of them. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm sorry. Then Nevalistus uh, actually joined in on a conversation, and she said that also a high chance of dropping any crafting recipe you may be missing. Ooh. That's that good to know. That sounds good. Yeah. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. So that Matt Goblin not only can help you, you know, with your crafting material, but it can help you with your recipes to build with those. That's really nice. I like that. That 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 works together really really well. At least yeah. theoretically, I haven't seen it in game yet personally, so I'm guessing. And then at Damon Good uh, replied to this conversation, going, uh, "Please raid blood shard limit one goblin equals trip to the town." Oh. <laughs> yeah, because of the blood goblin, it seems like he drops so much of it that you have to run back and spend all your shards and then come back so you can do it again. That would take a while, I would think. Mm. And then, of course, Edgar was a nice guy and thanked all of us for the answers. You're welcome, man. Yeah. <laughs> Got a great community here that can help everybody out, you know, right exactly. through Twitter, apparently. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So I'm going to pick up some more of these tweets here since we have a lot of them. The next one is from at Nevik James, who is speaking to at CM Nevalistus, at Tivlar, and at Grimaku. He says, congrats on becoming elite in-game. Any word on when slash if the clan slash community issues will be resolved? Because I guess they hadn't been at that time, right? Mm -hmm. And oh. uh, Nevelistus responds, yeah? I'm sorry, before you get into that, I mm -hmm. didn't realize that they had got, they had uh, become part of, like, elite packs. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm getting pounded by this creature and, you know, I'm like, who is this? I've never seen it. It was Grimiku the Sacrificer or something like that. Oh, wow. In Elite. And I'm like, wait a minute. What did Grimiku get in here? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's awesome. So I did get, you know, get my face pounded in by Grimiku. Oh, so there you go. I appreciated yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't come across any of them yet, but eventually I'm sure I will. Um, but that is cool. I didn't, I don't think I realized it. Well, I didn't see it in-game, so I didn't notice in-game, but it is cool that they've been added in. So anyway, the next tweet, uh, Nevelistus responds and says, This is currently being investigated by our QA team. I don't have an ETA at this time. That's in regard to the clan community thing being borked, right? And, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> yeah, and then Nevik responds back and says, Thanks, Neva. The at Shattered Stone clan and community are unfortunately affected by this. So it was still going on, at least through the point in time when those tweets were done. And then we have a random tweet from Kagarila Blue to at Shattered Stone says massive goblin goblin pack plus sweeping win plus conduit gem plus conduit pylon equals and he's got four question marks in there. <laughs> wow, um, that sounds like a lot of uh, damage and a lot of destruction. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly, and a lot of yeah. lightning. <laughs> a lot of lightning gem. destruction, and I guess it would mean you'd get a lot of the goblins, right? If you've mm -hmm. got all that going on, that'd be really neat to see. Okay, so if anybody's had that happen, take a screenshot, let us know what that looks like, because I think it'd be fun to see. No kidding. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the next one is from Josuke's Hair. I think I'm pronouncing that right this time. He says, yep. Boon of the Hoarder just dropped for me from a regular Rift Guardian. Still never going to get to fight Greed, though. And he tagged that at Diablo and at Shattered Stone. Aww. Aww. I haven't either, but... I don't know. I'll get there eventually. I'm like 
I'm like the little sister of this all. I'm way behind everybody else all the time. You know? Oh, no, you're you're in front of me this time. Oh, hey, there we I'm go. I'm trying to chase you down. That's true. You're at 90-something, and I just barely got over 100, so we'll see. There's Yeah, we're pretty close, though. We've got another tweet from Josuki's hair. He says, Goblin farming got me like... And he's got this photo of a cartoon skeleton who's doing this like shrug, like, eh? <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Um, I yeah, don't know actually, where that originated from, but it's funny. It's it's a meme, like when you look in Twitter, where it, the skeleton actually takes its head off and throws it at the screen. Oh, okay. So is it is it a GIF? Like, uh, so yeah, basically it's a GIF. So goblin farming makes him shrug and want to throw his head at something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Good to know. <laughs> He's got lose another tweet head. for us. It makes him lose his head. Yeah. Um, there's another tweet fun. for us, and he just writes GUYS in all caps, and he tagged Diablo, Shatterstone, and the West March work- Workshop. And there's a goblin rift here. And my goodness, there's like so many goblins in there. Oh, I know. <laughs> you can see like all the loot, and that's that's pretty amazing. So it just we'll put the, I'll put the pictures in the show notes so you can see, but it's just a massive ton of stuff all over the screen. And he follows up with another tweet. I just got a rift that was filled with all sorts of goblins. Then my game disconnected, like halfway through. Hashtag FML for major loaders, oh. I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> so all this glorious stuff sitting there, and then it disconnected. That's just oh, unfair. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, that's just unfair. I oh hope you get that God. back again, and it doesn't disconnect this time, but... There's a lot of stuff, man. <laughs> that really need screenshots. And Next then time, loot it all first. <laughs> if if he can, I mean, you know. Exactly. <laughs> you run out of space eventually. Um, okay, so the next one. Last time I was not pronouncing Josuki's hair correctly, so he sent us. You know, I think I must have asked how do you pronounce this, and he. I actually saw this tweet go by before, which is why I'm pronouncing it hopefully closer to correct this time around. Uh, he says, LOL, just so you guys know, my handle is pronounced like Josuki's hair. Josuki is a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure character, by the way. I have not heard of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Are you familiar with this one, Brasia? Not at all. Okay. I so bet Nevik knows. Know. <laughs> Maybe Nevik knows, yeah. Nevik seems to know all these things. So, yeah, I don't know. Wow. I don't know that one. Um, but I now I know it. how to pronounce the name. Yeah, I know. I'll be looking up later. What is it? You know, <laughs> maybe after the show I'll try that. And then we have one more from Josuki's hair at Shattered Stone. He says, "Oh, and I used to be at Astrovert on Twitter. I tweeted at you guys a couple times. Oh, that's oh, cool. Okay. I would have yeah. never made the connection, but that's pretty neat. You know. <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool. That's good. That's good." And then we have sort of a follow-up on the ongoing conversation that's been going through the tweets from Nevik. So at Nevik James, in all caps, Hey guys, clans work again in Diablo 3! And he says, where's my Shattered Stone peeps at? (laughs) So, I mean, you know, it's working, hooray, right? And he got a response from Kagurai LeBlue, who responds, Garrison's. (laughs) <laughs> Which is Which kind is of a right. smart response. But it was probably true. I mean, a lot of people did go, you know, that's what you're doing in, in WoW right now. Most people are playing with their garrisons. Exactly. Um, I'm not anywhere near that in the game, so I just kind of know about it, but I don't, you know. I got to mess around with a little bit in the beta, but not much. I had no idea what I was doing. But yeah, so where is this peeps at? 
garrisons. Aww. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so moving on, we have a tweet from at Scanline75, and he says, Hands down the best weapon I've found in Diablo so far. And he tagged at the West Marst March Workshop and at Shattered Stone. He's got a screenshot here of this wonderful piece of gear. It's called Natalia's Slayer. It is an ancient set hand crossbow for the Demon Hunter. And it's got a ton of damage on there and a whole bunch of other stuff. And it looks really cool. Um, I think... I'm trying to tell from looking at the the uh, information here if he's got the other part of this set in order to make it... Because some of it's highlighted and I think it means he's got parts other parts of the set. But this looks pretty good. Yeah, it looks like he has three pieces of the set. And then it looks like he has a four set bonus in green lit up right which means he must be using the ring of grand uh, royal grandeur with it he might be yeah yeah but, and that wow. fourth piece man the fourth piece says the cooldown of reign of vengeance is reduced by two seconds for every enemy you kill wow Holy that sounds amazingly powerful because reign of vengeance is really fun I kind of miss that because I'm not playing a demon hunter right now, but um, <laughs> I'll be looking for this piece of gear and hope for the best maybe next time around. Yeah, and the damage stats are really nice too. Pretty high. They're, uh, they're on the basically on the upper half, or actually almost to the maximum on like cold damage, and he has 10% additional damage. The dexterity, uh, dexterity's kind of in the middle. But still really good and then he re-rolled looks like increased attack speed and got the got like a perfect seven percent out of that it's pretty wow good. this is a yeah. nice one this is a nice piece of gear here i like that one very cool to share that with us um so that was from scanline and then he's gotten a response here from at nine ball gamer who responds damn so jelly aren't we all <laughs> yeah that's a nice piece of gear it is. I'm like, I don't even have a demon hunter. And I'm like, I would love that. I know. Especially, I mean, I'm especially interested in the Reign of Vengeance thing. The cooldowns, you know, being less because that's just too much fun. Holy cow. Right. Mm -hmm. That's nice to know that's out there. You know, <laughs> we have another tweet from James Hernandez, who is at Tig Jamie. Does that sound right? Yep. Okay. So I got that. And he says, at Shattered Stone, my best solo T6 rift. Nine legs, five set pieces. And he's got a screenshot here of his stash. And there's, let's see. <laughs> oh my gosh, one, two, three, four. Yeah, there's five green set pieces sitting there that he picked up. Probably just in that oh. rift. And there's a bunch of legendaries. And yeah. most of them have little question marks on them. Like, he's still got to identify what they are. and It's a lot of stuff. Yeah, he does that. And in clan chat, will be like... Spam reported. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this explains a bit to me because I've noticed um, in the clan chat, sometimes mm -hmm. someone will like all of a sudden have like five or six or seven things pop up. And I'm like, how did they get all those things all at once? Well, now I know. T6 yep. riffs, apparently. If you hit them really well, man, that's that's a lot of stuff. That's pretty nice. That's oh like God. most of his bag. You know, <laughs> Not entirely, but it's a lot of stuff. That's pretty cool. And I'll put that in the show notes for everybody to see what we're talking about as well. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and he has 98 million gold. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm jelly, too. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so some more tweets that we have. Wow, so many awesome ones this time. Uh, Sinke actually tweeted to us that there's a new Tristram News out, and he has a link to that, which will make sure it's in the show as well. Right. He's been doing uh, that for quite some time. It's a paperly, and it picks up a lot of the Diablo stuff and some other gaming stuff, too. And uh, it's really interesting. I check it out every time I notice it go by on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And he says stories via at Shatterstone, at Reddit Diablo, and at Play Hearthstone. So he must have picked up something from us. That's cool. Mm. That's very cool. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next tweet is from at Dune. He says, hey, at Shatterstone, ding 68 on Tallahassee this morning before work. Looks like I'll hit 70 before the season ends. I will say the witch doctor dot dot dot. Oh, come on. Hmm. Tallahassee the witch doctor is awesome. <laughs> well, wait, his, his tweet continues. It looks like he continued his conversation in a second tweet. Exactly. And he goes, gets quite a, um, sorry, witch doctor gets quite a bit more enjoyable at higher levels, but I'm looking forward to rolling Columbus the monk <laughs> in season two. So he's naming them after locations. It looks like he's naming them after after um, capital cities yeah, of states. That could be it. Kind of like you named them after fruit, right? Right. Exactly. Generally, yeah. Fruit and seasons. And seasons, yeah. right? For the seasonal. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. Sure. Pretty so, cool. I'll be happy when he has Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Boston. <laughs> or at least he does it properly. Boston. Boston. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what class do you think that should be? <laughs> Oh, man. Um, oh, jeez. I don't know. What would I do with that? I don't know. That's tough. You should go with the alliteration, Boston a barbarian? I don't know. Okay, that would work if you went with the alliteration, yeah. If he did Chicago, uh, it would have to be a barbarian because they come from where it's really, really cold and it doesn't seem to bother them much, you know? <laughs> I think that's oh, it. yeah. And I've yeah. seen the city. It looks kind of like Ariat. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. Fits right in. Yep. So, mm-hmm. oh, no, we'll see. <laughs> Interesting. Um, next tweet from Kurova. He says that Shatterstone really appreciate having the show at regular interval. Worried about Nevik though. Hope he's getting better soon. Uh, Nevik is doing fine. He's gonna, you know, he planned on this week coming and joining us, but unfortunately, you know, his schedule just didn't quite match with uh, us getting the show out today. So he'll come so, in again, you know. Exactly. Yeah, and we're happy that you appreciate having the show at a regular interview. That's what we're striving for this time around. Um, Krover also added on, don't worry, haven't canceled my WoW subscription, but the additional hour is sucked up by playing Hearthstone. (laughs) I can see where that would happen, you know? Exactly. (laughs) The game's kind of addictive, and then it gets, for me, it gets frustrating after a while, and I'm like, okay, I'm done. And I'll start playing again. Oh, I'll just play one game. No, it's never one game. (laughs) Uh, Oh, I have so much avoided trying to play a, a third game. Because I just know, like, I, I like watching Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel like I have the, the time to kind of sink into that, to learn how to build the decks properly, to play well. I mean, I, yeah, I'm sure I've jumped in. I have jumped in a few games. But not to, like, to the point where, okay, I'm going to start, you know, buying deep packs or grinding for them. Or yeah, anything. I'm not doing that either. I just kind of put together a deck as best I can and hope it pisses people off mostly, you know? <laughs> And, yeah, and that Heroes of the Storm—that's fun. I like, but it's to me another game I like watching, not necessarily that I want to play. And it was fun as I come home from work or something, and I watch both of my boys are sitting there playing, 
you know, Peter, um, P-Dog's on his account, and then the little B, he's on this one, on my account, and they're basically sitting there talking, hey, go down the middle. Oh, no, let's go and get this objective. Hey, no, let's get this guy. Oh, this Malfurion, let's kill him. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's hilarious because they really work well together out there when they want to. That's great. Uh, that must be yeah. really entertaining to watch, too. Oh, it is. It is. And I'm glad they're having a good time with it. So, yeah, if you see me on playing uh, Heroes of the Storm, it is probably the little version of me. <laughs> it's the mini-me, right? Exactly. Mini-me. <laughs> then Corover also added on uh, to Shatterstone. But I really have to log in again this weekend. Even my son, normally a LoL player, is playing Diablo again. Yeah. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Good. Um, Corover also added... I will be like Jen, trying to get my witch doctor to Paragon 100 before the season end. Very close already. I hope, I hope he gets it. there. I hope you get there, Karova. Let us know. Definitely. So I've got to. I'm trying to reach that too. I only got 10 more levels to do. And I think he'll get there. I think he will. I think so. Mm-hmm. And Edgar um, actually has a two-part tweet. First half is. Has Blizzard ever explained their incest, insistence on keeping pylons in greater rifts and the realm of trials? Uh, I'm not really sure, personally. Like, I haven't seen anything specific where they said, oh, yeah, we've got to keep pylons on end because we want to do this or something. The second part of his tweet says, I mean, trials are obviously not the right solution and balancing of pylons is painful. Oh, I guess it's kind of two parts to this. Two parts, part. yeah. Two parts. Yeah, yeah so keeping pylons in greater rifts. I think they enjoy that kind of like additional random factor of having that in there, but they're still in that adjustment phase. Like when it first came out before season one, the greater rifts were really, uh, sorry, not the greater rifts, the uh, pylons were just really overpowered in some sense. Like the conduit one. Where That's you the one. Got yeah. That. Yeah, I remember hearing um, people say that they felt like they had to get the conduit one in order to kill the boss. Yep. So they were exactly. hoping it would have the conduit one, and so Blizzard kind of figured out that, well, it seems the conduit one is kind of overpowered, and maybe we should balance that a bit. And I think they did something instead of... I think... I remember hearing... I don't remember if it was at BlizzCon or not, but um, that they weren't going to, like, nerf the conduit one. They were going to bring the other ones up. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how it balances. I have no idea. I, I It doesn't feel like they did that because it feels like currently if I got... Well, it also doesn't last as long. It may be just as powerful as it was before, but it lasts a lot less. Like when I would get to Conduit before, I felt like it would go about 15 seconds or so before it would burn out. Now it feels like I get it and like less than 10 seconds and it's gone. So you're definitely um, not killing as much. Okay. But it seems like they want to bring that back up a little bit because now it feels a little too weak. But I don't think they're doing that until like the next patch that they're going to put something like that in. I think they want to kind of leave it where it is right now until the next patch comes out. Well, they did just drop a patch, so yeah, yeah it'll be a while. So I don't know. I hope they figure it out. And then the Realm of Trials, I know that they've kind of they've, they've tweaked with that a little bit. I don't know i'm sure that this is something they're still thinking about um because uh i was gonna say maybe the next time they have one of those um twitch shows uh it'll be kind of a great question to ask directly but uh, i think currently it's like it's a good measuring stick 
I just don't know if that you need to, you really have to be required to use that same metroid stick every single time to get to a new greater rift. Yeah, because currently it's like you get it, and like I know the last six of them I've done, every time I, I finish the, the realm of trials, I'm always set up with a, with a stone for level 14. You know, I'm like, I don't know how to get, like currently with my build and stuff, even after I change my build, it's still, I can't get any better than, seven, than 14. What um, difficulty are you playing on? I've kind of switched it around. I've done tier two and then a tier uh, one torment, sorry. <laughs> yeah, tier. okay. So, I don't know. Maybe I would assume it would get more difficult the higher you go in torment. Mm -hmm. So maybe if you play around with that a little. I don't know. Um, this is not something I have much experience in, so I'm not really sure yeah. how to advise. Yeah. Okay, we'll table this for uh, Antonio and Neve. <laughs> they might have more answers than we do. <laughs> yeah, bring that back up again. Yeah. Oh, even more from Jen. Even more. We've got, we did have a random show Twitter question that went out, and it was over Twitter, obviously. And uh, the question was recording again this week, how much ancient items have you found since the patch dropped? And we got a couple of answers for that. Uh, at GrindEXP says, would say the right amount have dropped a few good ones rest like anything else trash so how many the right amount okay <laughs> you know that'll work um kagurai LeBlue responded he says zero and zero and did i forget zero let me tell you about these zero ancient drops i've gotten over the patch <laughs> <laughs> so I think he's a bit frustrated there, maybe. Um, uh, I, I haven't yet? seen any. I haven't seen any, but I don't think I've. I don't think I'm playing at a high enough level for it. Don't you have to be T six, right? Oh no, any oh, any no. torment level. Oh well, I haven't seen any either, so I'm right there with you. You know, <laughs> zero and zero on that one. Yeah. I saw that one, but it was that one that just had bad rolls on it for me. Yeah, ah, it's got to get better though. Then, right? Can only go up from there. Um, so the next tweet, uh, the next response was from Jach, who said, Have usable Firebird pieces for every slot, minus gloves. Have countless others crafted, stashed, or salvaged. Wow. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, Jach has gone crazy <laughs> <laughs> playing since the new patch dropped out. I think, yeah, I think he hit like a really high Paragon recently, and it was kind of surprising the number on that one. So he's he's been really playing a lot. Um, here's another uh, tweet from JH in regards to this. He says, played too much since patch. There you go. Um, gained well over a quarter trillion EXP. <laughs> wow. Okay, oh that, that's God. a lot. That's a lot of, that's a lot of playing. Wow, he could now. save uh, several third world countries with that. <laughs> I guess, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> I think it puts you Holy in the realm cow. of a superhero or something at this point. Right? Yeah, and we oh. have uh, one more response to the random show Twitter question, and it comes from Rillandune, who says none. He's found none. Aww. Um, and uh, there's a little frowny face in there, and he says, but I have only been leveling my seasonal character. So maybe that could be why. And that's what we have for the random show Twitter question about how many ancient items you've found since the patch dropped. Well, to go along with that, we also had the official show question, which was... Prediction time. Oh, no. We already know what the date possibly could be. Oh, yeah. That's a typo. Oops. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's like, I don't know, Brazier should fix those show notes. Mm. There we go. <laughs> uh, show question is, now that you know more about the patch in Season 2, what will you be doing the next few weeks in D3? 
Well, Kagurai the Blue says, poking at the remainder of season one a bit more while figuring out what build I want to try for my hardcore T6 Malthio killing monk. Oh, that sounds like fun. <laughs> oh, I like it because since I, I said who he was and I, that the fact that I, I'd seen him on uh, Monk Meditation, mm -hmm. the WoW um, Monk podcast. Right. He was like, oh, you know, he even announced on that show um, that he gave us a shout out saying that, yep, he's now going to make sure that he played the monk in Diablo 3 for next season and try to make sure that he can get him to do what he has his current um uh, character to able to do in season one. That's pretty cool. He, uh, Kagurai has another tweet for us, building off of that, saying the goal is to beat his previous rank of 121st hardcore uh, player to kill Malthio with this monk. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's a lot. Grind EXP or Dread said uh, he wants to get up to level 70 in season, focus on non season. To have a jump for a new set for Demon Hunter, Wizard, like weapons, choice, gear, pieces. I think getting up to level 70 in season is a good is a good goal to have because that unlocks that really cool transmog for the helm and the shoulders. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then the next couple of transmogs come in the next couple seasons. So, yeah, that's a very good goal. Those of you that are listening that haven't gotten a seasonal character to 70 and want access to the transmogs, you might want to get on that real quick. Jump. <laughs> mm -hmm. Run, run, run. Kill, kill, kill. Uh, Nineball Gamer added, Not much, honestly. Free time is stretched within within the next few weeks. Aww. Yeah, I know he's been, you know, because of listening to Westmarch work, uh, Workshop, he um, plays a lot of Warhammer. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And um, it sounds like they're, they're in kind of like their playoff mode. So his free time on a weekend and all tied it's going up. going over there instead. That. Well, it's understandable. You know, we all have... Hopefully, interests more than only D3, so... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then uh, JC Monkey um, added to us, complaining as usual. <laughs> well, at least he's honest, you know? <laughs> Thanks, JC. I love That's it. That's an honest answer if, if there ever was one. <laughs> and then from Can't Be Stopped says Goblin Hunting. It's a good idea, especially with that, uh, that uh, buff that came out double goblins oh my gosh that's crazy like I, i've ran into about three sets of double goblins today <laughs> i've ran into two sets one there was no way i could get near them they were way across the mob and i'm like i can't even get down this hallway there's just no way and it, they both ran away and disappeared and then the second one was it wasn't even on the same day and they were right next to each other together and i was almost ready to get to them and this other mob came around the corner and I'm like sandwiched in the middle and I can't get out. I'm like, bye oh. goblins. Aww. <laughs> you know? And they ran away. So, But that was on T3 so I think if I kicked it down to T2 I might have a better chance of actually mm -hmm. getting at the goblins. <laughs> that might be a good idea. Yeah, I'm, I can't remember where I saw it or heard it. it might have been um, another podcast but kind of the measuring stick of whether you should go from like one torment level to another is you know can you burn down the treasure goblin before he jumps through the um portal yeah i can't on three even before this yeah. patch uh buff i could get to the treasure goblin sometimes and when i could i was getting him almost all the way down but just a little bit and he would jump through the portal so i'm probably mm -hmm. playing i'm probably not supposed to be in torment three just yet 
oh no you probably could still do torment three it's just it takes a little bit longer to, to kill, kill certain mobs yeah and of course it's going to be that way no matter what yeah, that's true. I don't know. I'll have to see but, what happens if I can get my little army of um, ancients and my un, you know, my undying Templar near a treasure mm -hmm. goblin and see what happens. Yeah, and like right now, though, it's a little tough to figure it out because you have two of them mm -hmm. or more. Right, so which one do you go for? And, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for me, I try to chase down, like burn one down as fast as possible, and I see, usually see the other one running the other direction. I'm like, great. By the time I kill this one, I've got to chase that other one down the other hallway. Yeah, so, it'll be laughing at you as it runs away. <laughs> yeah, but I definitely know torment one's not a problem right now for me because I'm able to chase both of them down even if they run a different direction and kill both of them. Oh, that's good. Maybe I'll go back to torment. Well, I don't know. I'll see. <laughs> I might. Have, I might be too late. Yeah, I'm just doing it because I can run through that really quick to get another chance at that uh, ring of royal grandeur. Oh yeah, I hope you get that. Yeah. I will someday. You will. Mm -hmm. I, I have faith. <laughs> <laughs> so Edgar added um, to our show question he says he's going to be doing nothing until season 2 season 1 is practically over well he's right it is practically over well, I mean if, you, if you've kind of reached the goals that you planned on like you know I mean I think if once I hit Paragon 100 I'm not sure I'm going to be doing all that much extra yeah I mean I think everybody's got an endpoint goal for it mm -hmm. And my original goal with this season was I want to hit 70 and I want to get through all the story mode content. And once that occurred, I was like, okay, I'm going to pick another goal, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I've been doing that this season just to kind of like, I wanted to feel like I really put a lot of effort into the first season. And oh, yeah. I think so far I have, and I'll probably keep going till the end. Good. And then our last one is from Metscanline, who said he's going to be flying up through the greater rift nether reaches until his wings burn off and he falls to a, her um, to a horrible death. Aww. Hashtag D3 hardcore. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, don't burn those nether reaches. I mean, reaches. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> So, uh, you know, Jen and I were talking and we said, yeah, we've got to come up with some sort of question to kind of get us for the next show. Well, we've come up with it. Um, now that we're, you know, coming to the end of season one and season two is probably about a month away, you know, give or take a Maybe, week or two. Yeah, yeah probably. Um, we're thinking, so what is your primary goal for season two? I'm going to ask you first, Jen. What is your primary goal for season two? Okay, I've actually been thinking about this. I am going to roll a demon hunter because I missed playing a demon hunter, and I'm going to I'm going to roll a hardcore one, just to see, Ooh. you know, because I did this whole season just softcore, so I want to try hardcore and see what happens, you know, see how far I can get with that. So my primary goal with that one is I'd love to get that character to seventy, but I haven't quite figured out by what means I want to go. Like when I started season one, I was like, I'm going to go through story mode, then I'm going to raise the difficulty, then I'm going to do it again, then I'm going to start going after achievements and, you know, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. I don't have it set in my mind exactly what I want to do because I kind of want to let, you know, the way things roll in hardcore sort of lead me towards what my next goal should be. Mm -hmm. You know? So I guess my goal is I'm going to roll a hardcore demon hunter and, uh, I want to get to 70. And if I get that, I'll pick a new goal. Oh, cool. Yeah. So really, you're using uh, the new season to do something completely different. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because, well, like I said, I like to, in games, I like to do the whole, ooh, that's new. What does that do? And I haven't done, yep. I haven't done much hardcore at all. 
and uh, I definitely didn't do it this season, so I figure I'll try. And if if my hardcore demon hunter dies before I hit seventy, then I'll have to reevaluate what I want to do after that. Yeah. And I don't know. We'll just see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, for me, I know, like from my first experience of playing hardcore, definitely be patient, and you know, and don't feel like and don't rush in there, like you probably do right now. Just yeah. realize you have to really be cautious until you start to understand the different abilities you have because you may actually use more abilities while you're playing hardcore than you do in softcore. Like softcore, a lot of times, I find myself, okay, I have my two or three most damaging thing. That's important. That's what I do. But I found like in hardcore, I'm gonna re I rely more on either you know crowd control type thing um, or you know escape mechanisms to make sure that my character doesn't die quickly. I think that's good advice. I'm gonna be super super cautious when I start playing hardcore with this seasonal demon hunter because after playing the barbarian who can just kind of plow through things for the most part and not right. get hit, and I mean I've got like. I know I've been sit, uh, stacking the um, Paragon points for life on hit and uh, a greater chance of critical hit and um, these kinds of things, and he's got a bunch of gear that gives him uh, more uh, resistance to all these different affixes, and he's got that Countess Julius thing, which takes out those ar uh, ar hmm, those big... What's the word? Arcane? Mm -hmm. the word? Those, yeah, that. Um, so, I mean, he's, like, set... He, he hasn't died in a really long time and not even gotten close. And I know when I start with a level one demon hunter, that ain't going to be the way to go. <laughs> it's like running in. So I'm going to be super, super cautious for a while shooting things from a distance, I guess. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, I guess for season two for myself, uh, I haven't really quite decided what I'm doing yet. I, I kind of know that I'm not going to do hardcore and the reason why I say that is because I'm realizing I just don't have the time to kind of like, okay, go through, spend a lot of time, you know, getting my, and I'm sure, and I know there are people out there that have told me, oh, hey, just come with us and we'll, we'll like grind you to 70 in like a right. few hours. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, but I kind of want to, like, if I'm doing a season, I want to, I'd like, I would rather go running seasons with you, you know, where we're both at the same level and we're grinding together, not having somebody carry me through. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, kind of build my own character. But if I lose that, then I don't really have anything else with that because just that, you know, hardcore character. And, um, like, I just don't want to keep sinking in time on something like that. I like to be able to, because you know me, I'll get tired and I'll fall asleep and I'll get killed. Yeah, you do tend <laughs> to do that. It happens too much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm an old man. I'm oh, no you're not that old. Come sleep. on. <laughs> you just work a lot. I think that's the problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That probably is what it is. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's just like I want to be able to say, okay, I go in, I do. Definitely, I think one of my goals is I'm hitting 100 this time. Um, obviously, 100 is going to be the next goal. I'm going to see, depending on the time, maybe I do 150 or maybe I do 200. Like, if you know, if the season goes as long as it is now, I should probably hit 200 rather than what I am. But if the season's a couple of months shorter, because I think that there was a trying to do. Right. Uh, I could see, you know, okay, my goal is to hit 100 and it to, you know, um, to gather it, get as many like ancient items or something like that. Um, and even just to take a look at some of those achievements and see if there are certain ones that I, I can do. That's I a really good idea. Wanna, that's a really I good wanna... idea. I'm sorry, I'm interrupting oh, no, you. No. Go ahead. No, no, that's okay. 
No, my I think besides the getting to a hundred Paragon, I think my goal should be to get a build or get the right equipment so that I could go into tier four or a torment four and you know clean house in there because right now I could easily go to torment three and and fight my way through but I'm, I really struggle going to tom, torment four on my own these are reasonable goals yeah I don't think mm -hmm. I'm going to get to torment four this season so I don't know maybe I don't know I don't want to aim that high starting off with a new hardcore character of a class I haven't played in a while and having barely mm -hmm. played hardcore you know I don't want to aim that high you know with goals but I think 70 would be good, but when you were talking about achievements just a second ago, it, it made me think that there are some seasonal achievements that mm -hmm. you know are just special for the season, and I've been trying to get those. Um, I'm not going to get them all, but I've been trying to get as many as I can this season, so I think maybe next season, maybe I'll try to focus on those goals opposed to, you know, get those achievements as opposed to maybe other achievements that aren't as special, I guess. Um, and I know, like, if you look in the seasonal uh, achievement board now under uh there's a section i can't remember which section it is but it's got like uh the monsters you kill there's achievements for that and then how many bounties and there's stuff for rifts so that section there's a thing in there about uh lore books mm -hmm. and you open it up and it's blank right now and i think that's an indicator that season two is going to have an achievement for gathering up certain lore books as a seasonal achievement oh yeah so that might be something to shoot for Definitely. It sounds like fun. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, everyone, for all those Twitter and tweets and um, conversations, which is fantastic in the last couple of weeks. It's good to see the Diablo community kind of jumping back up, you know, together and helping each other out and talking a lot more. Um, next thing we're going to talk about is some of the news items that are coming out. And uh, the first thing that I wanted to bring what, up to everyone's attention is Nevalistus posted that there's going to be another tavern talk and this one's focusing on seasons uh, she said to join them February 10th on Twitch and it's going to be 11am Pacific time so it looks like she's going to have uh, Wyatt Chang on there, Travis Day Don Vu and herself uh, talking about um, seasons, basically a retrospective of the things that they've learned from season one and to share some plans for what they want to do in the future on seasons. That should be pretty interesting. I bet that'll answer a lot of questions, or I hope that it'll answer a lot of questions that people have about it. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sure it will. It'll be awesome. So, uh, the next thing we all know, patch one point, uh, sorry, 2.12 is already live. Um, it as is. Of and we'll have a link to basically a lot of the um, the uh, updated information right. as to like what your characters have gone through and things like that. I keep seeing like Monk got a little bit of changes, Witch Doctor very little bit of changes, Wizard all oh, they're changing a bunch. <laughs> yeah, I haven't looked that closely at it, you know, um, but I do remember hearing that the sh these patch notes go went on the Battle.net client where you can mm -hmm. read them on the Battle.net client before they got to the Battle.net website. Oh. Because <laughs> I remember people saying, oh, hey, it's it's on the client. You can check it out there. And I remember I went and looked at it there, and it didn't. there didn't seem to be a way to, like, link directly over to the uh, to the uh, website yet. So that, that, that was kind of interesting. That's where it popped first, if I'm understanding mm -hmm. things correctly. Exactly. Uh, the next item that we have is... Um, 
Current, what's currently happening is uh, New Year, new patch, new buffs. Um, anybody who's been playing in the last week since uh, February 16th knows that there's double goblin um, in the, the game right now. It's happening on the PC, PS4, and the Xbox. Right. And what's kind of cool is on the PS3 and the Xbox 360, so they're going back to like the older system, saying that there's a 100% bonus to legendary drop rates. So yeah, they're not forgetting. Good. Yeah, they're not forgetting the uh, the original version of the game, even if they don't have Reaper of Souls for it. So you can still get in and get some good stuff. But yeah, it's through um, January 23rd at 11.59 p.m. PST. Although for the PC, it depends on your, your gameplay region. So we're mm -hmm. recording this on the 22nd. So by the time you hear the show, <laughs> the double <laughs> treasure goblins will have all run away laughing at you as they go, I guess, you know. <laughs> They're not going to Absolutely. be there anymore. Mm -hmm. How do you like this one? Uh, do you like this kind of buff that they gave? I, you know, they had a buff similar to this at the beginning of the season. It actually hit right before the first season started and kind of carried its way in where it was double treasure goblins. And at the time, I thought that was awesome. Because, you know, every time I see a treasure goblin, I'm like, ooh, gotta get him, treasure goblin. Off I go. And if I can, I'll try. Um, this one in particular, like I said, I've only seen the double treasure goblins twice, and I haven't been able to get through the mob to get near them. Oh, okay. But it's like, oh, got to get him. Can't move. Oh, no. Well, maybe if I stun everything, I can get around. No, darn. You know? <laughs> Bye, treasure goblins. You know? <laughs> Off they go. Now, do you think they're doing the, um, the buffs with, like, a good enough frequency? Or do you think it's kind of like they maybe they could do it a little bit more often or a little less often? I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. Um, I haven't been really paying much attention to how long I've been playing and comparing that to how often I've seen the treasure goblins. Um, okay. I think my suspicion is if I knocked it down to T1, I'd probably see them more. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, I'm not sure, though. So I can't really tell. Um, I guess somebody else that's been playing more, that's been paying more attention, could like chime in and let us know if, you know... Mm -hmm. What do you think? Have you, you've seen them, or...? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've seen this. I, I just, it feels like they probably could do it a little more often. It feels like maybe I think we've had these buffs, I mean, once every couple of months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, it, it would be nice to kind of have like maybe one a month, not even every month. Oh, well, sorry. Not like at a specific time. Not like in WoW, how they have the first week of every month is the, the carnival. Oh, um, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. No, here it could be like a random time. You know, and I'm thinking maybe next month for the, the couple weeks between the end of season one and the start of season two, maybe they throw another one in there, which says, you know, for the next five days, you know, here's an increase in XP or increase in gold and XP or, you know, or maybe another one altogether that they just want to try out to see how it goes on a non-seasonal aspect or time period just to see how that goes. That'd be a good idea. Yeah. And yeah, I think it, it would bring something. people into the game who are going, I'm not going to do anything until Season 2 arrives. I don't really care about non-season right now. It might give them more of a reason to come back and play some more. Exactly. Maybe something crazy like double bosses. I don't know. <laughs> that would be wild. <laughs> yeah, every time you go to really a boss, they have loot. a double. Yeah, but they better have really good loot that drops after that. But can you imagine if you hit, like, you get two bosses or one boss doubled and it's one of those guys that has, um, where it, like, spawns five guys or splits into five guys? You yep. have, like, ten of them running around. I mean, 
<laughs> That'd be crazy. But if if they do that, it'd be a heck of a lot of fun. Maybe not so much on hardcore, I don't know, but on softcore it'd be really, really fun, but they still better drop some really good loot. How about double mouth yell? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> that would be crazy. That would be really crazy, yeah. It'd be tough too. Well, the next thing we have is uh, Nevelicious also posted Silver Ace 99 Return Fire uh, Crusader build. And it's a good description about what it does. Um, like the shield blocking and generally being able to walk impenetrable Bastion into the heart of the Crusader class. Um, you know, it looks like it's doing a lot, uh, has skill, active skills like Punish, Roar, Shield, Glare, um, Steed Charge, uh, Judgment. Laws of Valor. Um, some of the passive skills are like Heavenly Strength, Hold Your Ground. Uh, and the items, uh, it's, it's kind of interesting. It looks like he's using Coven's Criterion, um, Justice Lantern. Yeah, um, it's just not like one of the classes I've played a lot. But it looks like the, he said the recommended difficulty for it is that he's been experimenting with this build in Torment 3 and 4, ideal for quick bounties and entry-level Nephilim and Greater Rifts. He's been running this build easily through Torment 6 and is sure to become a staple of his repertoire uh, from the norm. So, you know, take a look at that, see if there's something that you guys like out of it or... If or what there you think, is. yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think the interesting thing with this is that he's got a couple of set pieces in there, but it's not like the whole entire thing is using set pieces. You know, there's mm -hmm. a lot of legendaries in there as well. And he's got the Cinder Coat in there, which um, reduces the cost of the Blessed, Blessed Shield with Combust. So that kind of makes more of a boom, you know? And uh, it's a bonus source of uh, added percentage to fire damage. And then he's got Maximus, which, if I remember correctly, it's the sword where you get a uh, demon, a demon slave on a chain, right? Is that the one, Maximus? So yep. the fire chain on that uh, apparently gives you additional uh, damage too, so that's kind of neat. And I don't know, I'm going to hang on to this. I might want to do this one someday if I can. <laughs> if I can find the right gear, but I have the Maximus thing, so that's a good start. Oh, good. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I got that this season, and it was the first time I ever had one, and I was like, I think I, I you know, made Sean get in the game. I think he was playing, and I'm like, let me show you this. Let me show you this. <laughs> you know, like it's a demon on a chain. Look at that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> It's pretty fun, but yeah, this, um, I think the next time I play a Crusader, I'm going to see if I can do something like this, because it looks like a lot of fun. The next item that we have is from Diablo fans, and it's just kind of uh, something they posted a couple of days ago. I was going to say years ago. Years ago? Oh, oh no. A <laughs> couple of days feels that long, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there was actually a post um, on the Blizzard forum about the quality of life changes, and, uh, and the Blues basically posted on that that they love it because it, it's opening up a great amount of discussion about quality of life changes in the game. Things like um, the Greater Rift Trial. Uh, now he said those are just not fun. They take a lot of time. Uh, they don't really um, get consistent results. And after you're done with the Greater Rift, they have to do it again. You know, I understand why it's necessary, but his idea would be to give us an option to kind of gamble more than one trial stone at a time. Maybe you you lose 10 trial stones and get 10 keystones uh, of the rank that you have to achieve that trial or dispose of the trials completely and let us choose the rank up to a certain level, like the highest rank you've maybe completed, minus five or something like that. 
you know, so just kind of different things like um, customizable auto loot, uh, crafting material drop rate, pretty interesting discussion on that forum. So we'll have that on there as well as Reaper of Souls is going to have a couple of panels at this year's Game Developers Conference in San Francisco in March. And uh, one of them is going to be against the Burning Hells, which is going to be held by Josh Basquera. And he's going to be talking about uh, the massive changes from Diablo 3 Vanilla to Reaper of Souls. And then a second one called um, Soundtracking Hell. <laughs> I like that. By Russell Brower, <laughs> Derek Duke, Neil um, Acri, and Joseph Lawrence, where they'll be talking about the crafting and music of this expansion. Oh, that sounds really interesting. Both of them sound really interesting, but um, soundtracking hell. Yeah, I want to hear more about that for sure. Um, another uh, thing that we got from Diablo fans is the end of the first era. Uh, now, I didn't honestly think about it or realize that that's what they were calling the non-season. At the I, same don't, time, I don't know if they were until recently, you know? I don't think that yeah. was, like, you know, set. Um, but, yeah, it says that, you know... Uh, well, this is out there by Nevalistus, and upcoming end of era one is the title. And she's written the end of season one is fast approaching, which we knew, and with it, the end of our very first era, which I had no idea. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> so I guess she describes it um, in Diablo three. An era refers to a specific period of time in which non-seasonal leaderboards are active. At the end of an era, all the current non-seasonal leaderboards get wiped out, and you know, kind of goes like that. Um, so similar to seasons, players will be able to view previous rankings in-game as well as on our website. So we have eras and we have seasons now. Mm -hmm. And so you're either in a season or an era, I suppose. Um, mm -hmm. So that's kind of interesting. And so they're going to do that. And then um, era two will begin immediately after the end of era one, while season two will begin sometime after the end of season two. So they might overlap a little bit. Mm hmm. And it makes a lot of sense because your non-seasonal characters really have their own kind of um, setup that your seasonal characters do. Right. And, you know, I mean, if we sit there and say, okay, the way it sits in a non-seasonal and we never update that or we never reset the leaderboard, it'll be the same pe same leaderboard forever. Right. And you the know, other or, thing is it would be like, you know, you get the guy that got the game on the first day, right? <laughs> or got mm -hmm. the expansion on the first day and just rocked on up there and is at the top of the leaderboard and plays all the time. Somebody new coming in doesn't have a chance to displace him, you know? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Or they do. It's just been a few years. <laughs> True. They have to really crazy? devote their life to, to beating that guy on the leaderboard. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's right. Yep. Um, the last bit of news we have is kind of, it's more of a survival guide. It was posted on Diablo Inc. Gamers. And uh, I really liked it because it was set up by Flux. And he said uh, that like a Diablo 3 um, patch 2.1.2 survival guide has uh, information about general gameplay, what you can do. Um, like conduit, conduit pylons are very nerfed in this patch and are no longer powerful or fun. <laughs> game change <laughs> but uh they said they've already marked him for a future patch and talking about some of the basic class and skill changes some of the items like explaining a little bit more about the ancient items and uh, an analysis of really how good are they compared to what a normal item would be as well as monster changes like um elite aff affixes uh such as extra health and vampiric have been removed from the game 
talking about a little more detail about the four different goblin types. See some other things like making sure everybody understands that season two, it does not equal the new patch that just came out. Yeah, it sounds um, like it's a sort of a catching everybody up sheet of the differences, or mm-hmm. like a like a study guide, I guess. You know, <laughs> here's all the things you need to know. Um, so if you've missed it for whatever reason, you know your life is busy and you haven't had time to go look at all this. It's it's like a one stop shop for you know everything you need to know. Exactly. Yeah. And then our last bit of news here, um, I don't know how many of you have been following Tyrael on Twitter at Aspect of Wisdom. I have. Um, he was fun. <laughs> and uh, he's actually gone on hiatus just recently. Oh. Yeah, he's gone on hiatus, which you know doesn't mean he's never coming back, but he's taking a break. Uh, I guess Tyrael's busy. And there's three tweets on his account on January 13th. And he said, as you may have noticed already, I've stopped tweeting most of the time on this account. This is due to me being very busy in real life. Continued with another tweet. So as of right now, and that's January 13th, I'll be putting this account on hiatus. I want to thank everyone who has supported me throughout this journey. And then he follows it with, I don't know when I'll be resuming this, but I'll be sure to let you know when I do. Thanks. And there's a little like heart there from Tyrael. So... Uh, you know, I hope he comes back because he was really fun to tweet with. You know, I know he's tweeted to our show a couple of times and he's responded to some stuff I've said and I've jumped in and responded to things he said too. So uh, we'll miss you, Tyrael. We hope you come back soon. But it was lots of fun while you were there tweeting with us. Yeah, I mean, I like this. This is kind of like a phenomenon that's happened in the last couple of years where certain people decided they're going to take on like an, an aspect or take on... Um, you know, the role of either a character or, you know, events or even kind of make up things. Like I, I think of the Shah of Happiness. Right, that, yes. That came about in, for a while during mm-hmm. uh, Pandaria. And I think it's hilarious because it's kind of like, huh, you know, you can take that kind of thing. And then there's somebody that's done um, oh, like a Treasure Goblin one. Oh, I haven't seen that one. That's oh, and I totally forgot what it was. Um, or no 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 it was, it was a mergul i think they call it oh mergul <laughs> yeah it, it's just very funny uh like and some of them are really good like uh, like my personal favorite still angry orc <laughs> oh i love angry orc yes he just has some great ones but you know in diablo like we have that one we also have um oh um the big guy i'm totally forgetting his name right now the big guy uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have to call him the big guy. Imperious? Think, no, not Imperious. No, not that big guy? Okay. No, um, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Everyone's sitting there, I'm probably listening to going, yeah, it's that guy, dummy. Um, <laughs> oh. We'll figure it out. But I, I suspect that, like, when I first noticed the Tyrael account, it was around when they were going to release on Heroes of the Storm the Tyrael character for free for, like, a week. You know, mm-hmm. and what uh, Blizzard had been doing is having uh, whatever character in Heroes of the Storm was about to be released, or during the week they were released for free for people to try who were in the technical alpha. That character would take over the uh, the Heroes of the Storm account for a while, you know, mm-hmm. and they would tweet in character of whichever character it was they were supposed to be. And I know that Tyrael uh, took over that account, and then shortly after that spe- specific week focusing on that character in the game. Uh, the the Heroes game was done, then the Tyrael account appeared, like, right after that, and, you know, stays in character very well, and and all of This was, like, I I have seen many of the ones you've mentioned. I do enjoy, like, Angry Orc you mentioned. I I love Angry Orc. That's wonderful, you know? But, like, Tyrael was a lot of fun, too, especially because it was D3, you know? 
Oh, I remember the big guy. Okay. And I like him. Asmodan. Asmodan! Okay. He's been pretty good, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of like it, very, very snarky type um, dry humor to it. Well, and, as and you'd I'll expect. What you know. he says, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, more of those is good. As long as, you know, everyone keeps in a good humor and just. And, and they have, usually. It's kind of like it's fun. It really is. It is, and and I think Teriel's done an excellent job of staying in character and relating that way. And it's just he was very interactive mm-hmm. with a lot of people, and it was really fun while it lasted. So I just want to let people know that that one's on hiatus and maybe back at some point in the future. But you know, there we are. Well, with that, I think we've uh, we've done a show. We have done a show. My goodness, we sure oh, did. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I mean, you know, every time we go to come on to one of these things, and it's just you and I, and we're sitting there going, "Oh, I don't think it's going to be very long. We don't have a lot to say." <laughs> And then we have everything to say. I think yeah. I think our concept is like, well, if four of us make a really long show, now there's only two of us, so it can't possibly be that long of a show. And, and then right. it turns into one because neither of us can shut up, it seems. <laughs> you know? And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, as you notice, we don't have any emails this week uh, again. So if you have things that you want to talk about, you know, you want to get into more details and just the 140 characters on Twitter. Um, or feel if free you to want to enter that show. contest that we're doing, you have to email it through um, show at shatteredsoulstone.com. I think it is. Yes. It is. Yeah. So that's a good way to, you know, send in your contest, contest entries before the end of the month. You have a little bit of time. And like yep. Brazier was saying, let us know, you know, what you're doing in game or questions or any any of that other good stuff. Well, keeping in tradition, we're going to make sure we're recording our show again in two weeks. Uh, yes. Hopefully all of our schedules work out a little bit better and we should have um, an, a Nevik and a Lantonio appearance. That would be great. That would be great. It's been a while since there's been four of us, so that'd be fun. Now watch, I'll get sick and not make it. No. <laughs> Yeah. Or it goes too long, and then I'll be in Chicago, and I won't even... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's not in two weeks. That's like three. Okay. So I'm good there. All right. Um, so we should be able to make this work. Exactly. So you have been listening to episode number 74 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. Have you missed an episode? You can find the show blog and listen to the show archive at www.shatteredsoulstone.com. While there, why not join our community forums and talk with other listeners? Just click on the community forum button at the top of the site. Want to join us in-game? Join our in-game community aptly known as Shattered Soulstone. Feel free to post short missives up on the community board and join the chat channel to talk with other folks in the community in-game. This show is powered by you, the listener. Send in your contributions, thoughts, questions and feedback to show at shatteredsoulstone.com we love twitter come join and tweet with us you can find the show twitter at at shatteredsoulstone or sorry at shatteredstone i'm the underscore brasia and my partner in crime tonight was at queen of haiku and then you can also contact at nevic james and at lantonio we would like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Don Ford Production for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from the Don Forge at thedonforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at Shattered Soulstone, keep on grinding to the end of Season 1. And killing all those double treasure goblins while you can. Hey! <laughs> 
<laughs> That's awesome. This podcast is copyright 2015 Dawn Forge Productions. Thank you for listening. Check us out at thedawnforge.com. Thank you.